Shining with Diamond, brought to you by Diamond Holly Productions. It is a very special episode today because we have Miss Sarah K. Harrison here. We talk about her world traveling adventures, her how she came about her business, and working and coaching with national sports teams and executives. You guys are going to love today's episode and getting to know Sarah and how her mind works and her perspective on life. So enjoy this episode. There's really two ways. I have a website that is at my name, sarahkharrison.com, so that's pretty easy. Um, or actually, a, a simpler way to get into my website is my game two. So my game and then the number two. That's how you make the abundance games your game two. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, I thought that was fun. And then also you can follow me on social media where I just post about like everyday things a lot of people say there's a lot of power in how you think mm -hmm. and so I post a lot about how I'm thinking about things and that's at coach Sarah K all right perfect okay Sarah explain your business tag tag stands for the abundance games t-a-g and it's all about learning how to self-actualize in other words spiritually develop yourself personally develop yourself right in a fun way together in a team okay and uh yeah so that's the basis of it and what you get when you do that, when you develop yourself, you get better health, you get juicier relationships, right? and you get cleaner and greater prosperity financially. Okay, love it. We'll link it down below. Sometimes they think, if they know that part of the world, they think I'm Persian, which mm -hmm. is somebody from Iran, but I'm not Persian at all. Mm -hmm. So that makes things complicated. And um, I did most of my growing up in the States. And then since then, I've traveled to over 20 countries and mm -hmm. um, to diversify my experiences in life. Because I don't think. What do you mean by that? Okay, so for example, one of the things I always tell young people is go work for free. People are like, <laughs> yeah, what do you mean by that? Oh my god, people <laughs> freak out. I'm like, pick something that you really, really, really want exposure to. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to learn about the financial markets. Right. Maybe you want to learn about crystal enlightenment. Yes, yes. I don't know, whatever people think about that, right? Yeah. Um, maybe you want to learn about professional sports teams. Mm -hmm. Go volunteer for the nonprofit at a professional sports team. Do right. you think you are going to meet somebody? That works with the professional sports team, even if it's only in the volunteer area. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are. Right. Okay. So, um, and like my first three clients of my life coaching company were all friends that didn't pay me. And what I did is, because they kept calling me for results. Yeah. For help. Right. So I called all three of them and I said, hey, I'm going to send you an email. Will you answer the three questions in the email? It's about coaching. Mm -hmm. And they're like, um... Yes, will you do it today? Mm -hmm. They said, sure. Just three questions? Yeah, three questions. Wow, three questions. Those are the questions. What was, it, what was your life like before we started talking? Mm -hmm. What was it like working with me on that area? And what is that area of your life like now that we've worked together? 
a fantastic testimonial and then I went and stole pictures off their Facebook page and uh -huh. I formatted it with their pictures at the top of the page their little written statement below and then I created a line for their signatures and I emailed it to them uh -huh. and I said do you endorse this uh -huh. and every one of them said yeah so I said can I meet you for lunch tomorrow Friday Saturday depending on their work schedule yeah they all said yes so I went and met each one of them for coffee or lunch or whatever I bought them coffee or lunch and because I'm basically telling them I'm going to use this to get clients. Right. And I had them sign it. And then I put it in a three ring binder because I'm old. Official. Love it. Right. And then <laughs> when I was talking to a client, I always gave my first session free at the time because I was yeah. brand new and I didn't have like the Phoenix Suns behind me. I didn't mm -hmm. have these big. Okay. So you had. Okay. Right. I'd work with the Phoenix Suns and okay. the head engineer of Land Rover Jaguar and mm -hmm. all these big names. So you drop those and people are like, wait, what? Up next, I want to talk about crystals with you, Sarah. My friend just came out with a with a crystal company called mm -hmm. Angelic Crystals. I will link her business down below, and that is now our new sponsor. So thank you, Kira, for joining the Stage Diving team. But we were talking about crystals the other day, and I showed you some, and you're like, this is, you just knew about it already. So how, oh, I was like, more than I know about my crystals. So how did you learn about crystals, and are they a part of, your routine or how do you incorporate them like do you have any in yourself or yeah i mean i think when you get into spirituality and spiritual awakening right right like literally google brings you things up yes. like crystals and aura yeah and you know um like it said like i was like well what's what is material things when we were talking about abundance right mm -hmm. and we're like mm. in the three levels it's body bodies material things and so a lot of people look to the material world for spiritual confirmations and so that's i think one of the reasons that crystals come up and people use them in their spiritual journey because different levels of your um spiritual energy are affected mm -hmm. by different crystals right okay yes so um yeah a lot of people really get into them i think crystals are a great tool tool for focusing your energy yes that's definitely another word for energy is spirit mm-hmm <laughs> so do you do you have any crystals? I do. I have I have some amethyst like this. Mm -hmm. Um I have one of these. I don't even remember what this is called. I forgot. I feel like it's a granite or something. I don't know. I don't know. I have um this. This is a really cool uh example of it. It's like a wand, uh something wand. <laughs> but this yeah, they use these for um a, a certain type of massage that fixes I, you can look it up. It's very cool. Okay. Anyway, on um, this particular stone, you can put it yes. at your head or mm -hmm. in your pillow or next to your bed, and it's supposed to really amp up your dream state. Really? Okay. Let's call it crazy dreams. Um, things that have like an orange color like yes, this. Yes. That's called a carnelian. Carnelian. And yeah. It's, uh, there's another name for stones that are mixed with other stones, so this carnelian also has some quartz in it. Mm -hmm. I don't have any other quartz here. But, like, the white part of this might be quartz. Yeah. And then the purple part is amethyst. So, um, carnelian is really good for your lower energy centers down here, which are related to, like, physical manifestation, bringing things down from spirit into the yeah. physical world. Right. And it's very healing for, like, your physical health, sexual energy. Um, yeah, no one's listening after I say the word sexual anyway, so we're just <laughs> stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean you can different and and different parts of your energy system
involved. Okay. Um, things that are important to me. And what uh, are some things that are important to you? Um, you know, I feel like I think when I was younger, I felt like there was something wrong with me, and I think today a lot of people feel that way. Like how? Like mm. I didn't know. I mean, I think you know, life wasn't going the way that I wanted it to, mm -hmm. and I thought it was my fault. Mm, okay. Yeah. And um, so I spent a lot of time doing self-help and personal development trainings, leadership trainings, team management trainings. Um, if you wanted the fancy word for some of that, it's ontology. <laughs> ontology. Um, yeah, and so um, that was good, actually. It was good for me. I learned a lot about communicating and what the real purpose is of communicating. Like communicating with people? Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I think a lot of people think they're communicating so that they can be heard. Yes. Um, but in order to be heard, you have to communicate in a way that the other person can understand. It's not about what you want to say. Right. It's about how they need to hear it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I spent many years working in that. And then I got, um, I think, I, I was very lucky. When I was young, I was very physically capable. And I had a certain level of talent um, and mastery in dance, like you. Huh. Uh, I danced until I was 19. Wow, I love that. Yeah. And, uh, and then I changed to international business, and I started focusing on, like, like the mental aspect of things. So I learned business, and I learned um, personal development and communication and sales and influencing. Uh, wow. Everything. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm old, so, you know, you have some time in there. You are time. not even old. Was there any challenges? Like, what was there any big challenges for you? Like, 
like was there stress single woman in Latin America like yeah like, <laughs> like people think like they're like why does she live with her mm-hmm. and then also like living with a family like yeah you know the wife's like watching you mm-hmm. she's like what are you doing in my house like, right and you don't know the culture so you make mistakes and I was young yeah. and you dress probably sexier than you do when you're older and um, so yeah, you make a lot of mistakes. You make mistakes in language. I think I remember once I I mowed I borrowed my neighbor's lawnmower mm-hmm. to mow my lawn, and I mowed my lawn on Sunday, and the entire town heard about it. Like you don't do that because Sunday is like a day of rest and oh. peace and quiet. Okay, okay, right? okay. That's a, uh-huh. a little mistake. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and and there's a lot of things that happen like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have challenges. Okay, well that was cool. Your peace corps. I thought I had, I thought I had a different question, but I forgot. Okay, so let's talk about your business. Okay, so how I my dad showed me the website. How long have you been life coaching? Because that's life oh. coaching in itself, the peace corps or whatever. Yeah. I feel like so. How long has that been? Have you always wanted to do that since you were a child, or no? I was definitely a lost kid. Like my little sister is a surgeon. Actually, she works for the VA for my military. For oh, okay, yes. Um, but, uh, she knew what she wanted to be when she was five years old. She knew when she grew up, she was going to be a doctor. Okay. I don't know what I wanted to do when I grew up. Mm -hmm. So, um, life coaching was one of those things that I was doing it everywhere. And then I was like, my friends were coming to me over and over again for help. And then I was like meeting people in coffee shops and on the grocery store line and I was helping people and they were staying in touch with me and this one guy was like a serial entrepreneur who was like doing startups and he mm-hmm. wanted to make money working with me and he was working on some other businesses and he said well if I help you will you do it and I was like <laughs> like my head started this spin like it was like really like you're afraid of failing I was afraid of failing yeah so um I did I started it then I was in 2008 February 2008 and I've been doing it since then Wow. Okay. And then you just been trying years. to spread the word of your website and stuff like that to people like yeah, that I mean, honestly, I think for the first 10 years of my business, I built a reputation in my local community. So Good. there's a huge personal development, um, community in Arizona and, uh, they're connected to a whole bunch of different training. A lot of people come from all over the world to come to Sedona and Phoenix and oh, wow. Scottsdale for these types of things, spiritual development, personal development, healing. Mm-hmm. We're you know known for having alternative therapies that really work. And, um, so it's a good place to build a reputation, right? But I never did anything online. And then a few years ago, I decided that I wasn't going to put the kind of energy that it required into being a local personal development teacher essentially and I wanted to take a step back and find a way to live a more balanced life Mm -hmm. but I couldn't stop myself from like contributing so I started a website that you saw right and okay um, good that's like yeah an easier sharing and writing and right you know if people want classes they'll ask for what they want and then I'll just create stuff there exactly first explain how you got 22 and then explain at what age you figured it out this is is such good questions (laughs) Yucky son! Oh my god. Okay, so, um, I love Karate Kid, actually. That's a whole other story, but that's very similar to this. I love Karate Kid, too. Uh, and actually, that's a good example. We'll come back to that in a minute. So, 22, I was a hot mess. I was emotional. Um, I was not prepared by my community. You know, they say it takes a community to raise a child. Yes. Okay. Which is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I want to contribute to you. I want to contribute to your growth. I want to contribute to your success of your business. Yes. Um, but most importantly, I want to contribute to you woman to woman. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have anyone like that. I had a lot of people that did little things for me, but no one that I like built enough trust with me that I can go back to them and ask. By the way, you can call me anytime. Mm -hmm. um, and so I went out into the world and I made all the mistakes by myself. When you're in the world and you make mistakes, people are not going to help you. The people yeah. are going to help you. The people are close to you. And so that I think that's a lot of the reasons I got involved in personal development. Mm -hmm. And it comes to turn out that that emotionalism is actually one of my greatest strengths. I'm highly, highly, highly sensitive. I'm a very intuitive. People ask me all the time if I'm psychic. I'm like, no, I can see perfectly well that you do this and this. And yes. This and you feel this way about that. Right. And if you feel that way, you have to have think this or this or this. And right, like, right, right. You know, people, they feel taken aback. Mm -hmm. um, but when I was 22, and I had no guidance, and then I would go full-hearted into something and then get crushed. And I mean, cru not only crushed, but crushed and criticized, and plus yeah. you're judging yourself, and then you feel shame that you think you're supposed to know how to do it because people are criticizing you. Like, it was rough, man. Um, but I was really motivated. Uh, at 22, I was still in college. Okay. Um, I switched from, I got in college on a BS performance scholarship. Wow. Okay. A scholar. Yeah. I figured you could relate to that. And then, um, after the first year I realized I didn't want to be a dance major because I loved dance. It really gave me, it gave me a wholeness in life. Yes. I did not want to turn that into a career where someone else could rip it apart. It was wow. mine. Yeah. So, um, I, essentially snuck into the international business program at my school before they realized I was in it. Mm -hmm. And I completed all the credits that would have made me not qualified. And so by the time they realized I was in the program, um, I had all the qualifications to prove that I was capable. So they let me continue. Right. And I graduated international business. Um, and I graduated with a whole bunch of honors and cords around my neck and wow. a key and I just, um, but I, I took, I have a very dynamic energy, meaning um, I actually can do multiple things at one time. And when I suppress doing that, yeah, it keeps me from being my best. Remember I told you I'm always looking for additional input. Right, 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 right. When I have an input over here and I'm really making a difference over here, it feeds this other thing. For exactly. Me. Not everyone's built like that. That's pretty rare. Mm -hmm. But I had to learn that that was a part of me. So in college, I was taking overtime classes the entire last three years mm -hmm. um i had a very long-term relationship oh very long-term long pretty much my entire college career i was with the same um, young man okay um i was starting an organization on campus for the international business students to have an alumni association right. we were success successful in starting the organization we were not successful in turning it over to new hands so mm. like a big lesson about the difference between leadership and legacy mm -hmm. which is a big part of the abundance games Okay. Um, today that I do now that I'm teaching people how to be legacy instead of just right. Leadership. I love that. And um, yeah, I, I ended up doing really diverse things. But then that, when I left that structured environment and I went out into the world shortly after 22, um, I I spent a year in Los Angeles. Uh, what? Mm -hmm. Really? I spent a year in LA. I was finishing my applications. I was cocktailing and waiting tables and partying. Oh wow! And rollerblading. So you live the LA life. Yeah, totally. That's crazy. Love that for you. <laughs> Again, that's part of traveling the world and yeah. being on your own and not being afraid. like Or being afraid and taking action anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when what was your moment that you 
knew who you were. Like, I will let you know. It doesn't work like that. No? Look, some people in life, they're meant to have that aha moment, but most of us are not. Okay, well... People, the day you knew who you were, like you, who you are, like okay, this is no, okay. I know more about who I am today than I did when I was your age, mm-hmm. and you guys are looking for an end result, an outcome. I know who I am now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's a big pitfall that people fall into when they're trying to grow. You're not here to. To get to an end, mm-hmm. you're here to constantly be progressing. Okay, no, babe. I I definitely always think about that. I'm like, oh my god, what's that even go on? But I never relax and realize uh, life. Okay, I'm gonna give you a distinction. What? The word, the key word here, satisfaction. All these people that talk about never be satisfied, go to the gym, you know. Right, like, right, right, right. I mean, that's good while you're lifting weights. Yeah. <laughs> while you're running three miles and you think you're going to throw up. Yeah. Okay, that is not a way to live your entire life. Okay, that is the perfect example. So That you, was a perfect example. Because that's definitely how I go about it. Look. Never be satisfied that you've created an outcome, but be satisfied with your outcomes. Be satisfied with your progress. Right. Um, right. Okay. I just started a whole new new aspect of my life, and it's part of being available for the abundance games and having balance in my life. Right. And the very first week of this new phase, I mean. I was so overwhelmed the entire first week that, like, by the end of the day, I would just cry. Now, when I was young and I was, outsiders looked at me, they were like, poor Sarah. It wasn't like that. Right. It's just a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Then I spent the whole weekend relaxing, getting ready for the next week. I told you I do meal prep and right. things like that. I do my grocery shopping, whatever, clean up my house, my room, pack my bags. And then I went into the second week. Like with ease. Now you tell me that's not progress. But we don't measure that kind of progress in life. Right. But if you measure that kind of progress, you'll look back and you become Oprah. You'll look back and you become Elon. Mm -hmm. You'll look back and you become Lincoln. Okay, so since it's October, I'm very, I'm feeling very woman empowering and that's why I have Sarah here today and I'm so happy that you were able to share so much insightful information to me and my audience. So I just, I'm glad to have you as my first guest and in October and just celebrating woman, you definitely taught me a lot this episode and I hope she got, she taught you guys some things. Um, what is something that you want to say, what is something, advice you want to give to me, my audience? Ooh, just like um, anything, huh? Right. Let's uh, wrap it up here. Give some advice and... Learn what compassion means. Learn what compassion means? Okay. Yeah. Learn how to live with compassion. Like, you know, one of the biggest things that I see today is that we don't know how to forgive. We don't know how to forgive ourselves. We don't know how to forgive our environment. We don't know how to forgive other people. And when you learn how to forgive yourself, it makes it really easy to learn how to apologize. 
It makes it really easy to like move on to learning the next thing. It makes it really easy to learn from your past mistakes. Um, and, and you just be, you end up being a softer person and everybody wants to be hard and bad like a lion. But in reality, you only want to be like that when you're going after something with your, like with that one focus, mostly whenever you trip up, look, even the lion licks his own wounds. Like that's yeah. soft, that's forgiving, that's compassion, right? And then he doesn't go back and jump in that pit with the big sticks, pointy sticks, right? Mm -hmm. Have compassion for yourself, learn to forgive, and learn the power of that in your growth. Because the minute I learned to forgive, my my thing that had been like this, my energy that had been like this in life, yeah. started to go like this. Right. And I didn't even know it was doing that. I was just busy learning how to be forgiving and how to be compassionate. And... Um, and the, the friendships and the relationships that you'll create will be with people that are also willing to do that, and then you'll build together. You might not have anything else in common with those people except that spiritual essence of forgiveness and compassion and, and like work for your deal. Like that combination of being able to work your butt off yeah. and be gentle with yourself when you mess up and be gentle with other people when they mess up and help each other forward, um, that's life-changing. Don't ever try and play for abundance alone. It doesn't work like that. It's a team sport. And people think it's an alone sport because we see all these people and they're like, Arr. they gave up everything for that. Yeah. They didn't have a whole life. If you want to have success and a whole life, forgiveness and compassion along with really big drive. Well said, Sarah. And thank you so much for being in my life and being a great mentor to me. I am very grateful for your existence. And thank you so much for being on my show. Okay. I love you. And... Thank you for watching Stay Shining episode. All Sarah's information will be down in the description. You can check out her website. And yeah, thank you guys for watching today's episode and don't forget to stay shining.